Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your God's Love podcast. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Sage here, and she is an erotic artist and female pleasure ambassador. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here and, and indulge in this conversation. Yes, definitely a really important conversation. So first, tell everybody what you're doing. So um, as you mentioned, I am an erotic artist and a female pleasure ambassador. Um, what that basically means is I mainly, so basically in, in layman's terms, I mainly do porn. Um, I'm an independent uh, porn performer. Um, and, um, I like to call myself an erotic artist because I like to, um, portray my art also in photography. Um, I like to apply my passion for art in the videos that I create. Um, and I feel like the, the female, the female pleasure ambassador piece comes into play, um, because my basically with the with the content that I create my main goal is to create content that really centers female pleasure because I feel like that's something that's really and truly missing from the mainstream porn space um so that's that's something that's really core to what I do um so yeah that's that's pretty much the the you know the encompassing everything I do at the moment Mm, I love that. Yes. And I so agree with you on that. And then why did you get into that? Is that because that was something you struggled with or? Um, well, I've always been, ever since a child, I've always been very interested in sexuality and sexual energy and the feelings that arise around sex and the understanding of sex and the understanding of sexuality. Um, and, you know, as I grew older and, and learned more about sexual history and, and um, you know, how uh, the theories around sex. Um, it's, it's just also everything in this, in that arena is just so extremely fascinating to me. Um, and I've always been pretty comfortable in my body, um, and always, uh, been pretty comfortable with nudity and just the expression of my sexuality. Um, and it, it, it's a, it's a high paying industry. I, it, at least it can be, you can make a lot of money in this industry. So those things, you know, go hand in hand for me. <laughs> Um, so, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, like you mentioned, that is, um, that is something that I struggled with as far as like finding porn that I really enjoyed, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like a lot of mainstream porn is catered towards men, um, and women often find, uh, women often, um, find it difficult to find porn that like actually like really suits them and, and really, um, you know, is enjoyable to watch and doesn't make them feel guilty or disgusting afterwards. So, um, so yeah, it's a, it's a combination of all those things, I would say. Mm, yes. I love what you're saying here. Cause I, I really agree with you and I'm sure you've heard of some of the, like, uh, I'm sure you know the people that like I've, I've promoted some of the independent porn, my producers, mm -hmm. you name a few for people, because I think that that's something that, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like most mainstream it is mainly for the men and it's like what we're half the population here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um one um one production company that i actually discovered recently um is this company called four chambers um and they're based in the uk and um the the um the woman that's behind i forget her name off the top of my head but the woman that's behind the um behind this production company she studied like a uh, theater or she was like a theater kid and like uh she was like really interested in art 
um, when she was growing up. So like she incorporates all of that into her scenes and it's just, she, you know, she does like a whole wide variety of, of, of uh, fetishes and content and it's just really beautiful and, and captivating and I love to see it. Um, another one that I really love is Black Touch. Um, I've actually worked with him a few times. Um, I think the content that cr he creates is just so beautiful and fantastic. Basically his whole thing is creating a pro-Black erotica and um, he, um, you know, has a filmmaking background. Like he's just, he has a photography background. He's really talented, just a really kind, warm person. Um, yeah, so those are definitely like my top two easily. Okay, I haven't heard of those. Okay, cool. I'll have to put those in the notes because the people that I, I can't remember the name. Now that I'm thinking about this, I can't remember the names of the people, but there were a few female producers, which I thought was great because I do think that um, what led me into this being coach and doing this podcast was I was having trouble having orgasm. And I'm sure you run into that with women tell you like, Hey, is it ever going to happen for me? Right. I saw you mention on your story that you mentioned this guy. I don't remember his name, but he was the first guy that you squirted with mm -hmm. go into like, do you think we've like, do you think we're becoming more progressive in terms of female pleasure? Or are we still just in like the 1950s? <laughs> So uh, shout out to Musa Phoenix. He was the one who made me squirt. Um, we spent lots of time. He spent lots of time like, um, so his niche is like yoni massages. So he spent like a lot of time massaging my vulva. Um, just like, you know, just like uh, touching my body. Like it was just, it was great. And so it was just bound to happen. It was fantastic. But um, I think that we as a society are slowly but surely moving in a more progressive direction. Um, I would like to see the progress happen a little bit quicker because right why what are we waiting for <laughs> but um i do think you know as more and more as the message is being spread more and more and people are really thinking and reflecting on their own lives um i think we are seeing a slow but sure change okay good yeah i agree with you about that <laughs> it's like even though it's slow at least it's happening right because I'm, one thing that i've noticed is i was talking to a woman about this the other day like she actually broke up with her partner because it went on a few years and she was not having an orgasm with him, yeah. you know? And so it's like, I do think it's great that we're in that period of time where women are like, listen, if you don't care about my needs and my pleasure, there are so many men out there that will. That's true. Very true. Yeah. And do you think, cause what do you, I'm sure you see a different side of men, but do you think that there are men that are becoming more educated and want to, cause that's something that I've run into doing this work is, I think so many men want to be better lovers. It's just a lot of them don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something similar. Like, I feel like, um, I mean, I think, I think it's, it's kind of like human nature to like, you know, put our best foot forward and like kind of like put on this front. Um, but it's often a different story, at least when it comes to this particular um, arena with men. I sometimes discover that it's, it can be a different story. Like, you know, men will, men will put on this facade um you know and and display this thing like they're trying to educate themselves but in reality they're not really putting in the work um but i do think that the dial is starting to change a little bit especially like because women are i feel like women are are publicly becoming more vocal about uh their needs and desires um and men kind of have to look at this and either they step up to the plate or they don't um so i mean i i do think I do think that men are starting to to catch on, you know, um, but I, I would also like to see more men like really do the work. And I think that that I think that a pillar 
of that work starts with a one-on-one -on -one communication and not just making different assumptions, but you know, really taking the time to communicate with each partner because everybody is different. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's 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 a little slower pace than I would like, but I think you know men are are doing a little better day by day. Yeah, definitely. Because one thing that makes me shocked now, obviously, I'm we, I'm sure we both see different. Uh, levels of men because I think that the men that I'm running into now obviously all doing personal development doing the work actually care mm -hmm. but it is weird to me the guys that are out there and that are just you know having sex with women dating them and they don't care at all like yeah. I think that type of person it's like what it's 2021 dude <laughs> what is going on <laughs> yeah so do you think that, that that mentality is just taught or do you think they just like I definitely think that, um, you know, how we're raised and how we're socialized um, in our patriarchal society plays into how men feel like they need to show up in sex and how um, men can feel complacent in, you know, giving out mediocre sex. Um, because there is kind of this idea still that, um, you know, that a man's orgasm is the most, is one of the most important parts of sex. Um, and a woman's orgasm is most of the time optional. And if it doesn't happen, then, you know, maybe she did, maybe something's going on wrong with her. So, um, I, I think, I think that, that society just do have a role in how men show up to, to their sexual relationships with women. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I talk a lot about feminine energy and it seems like we're turning a table too, in terms of. Uh, the patriarchal society is kind of going away and we're becoming more of a female empowerment society. But I think going back to what you were saying earlier, that's a slow but steady. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. So what would you say in terms of like, how can women, cause I've talked a lot about this in my podcast, but wondering if you have a, neat, a different approach with how can women start to honor their needs and their pleasure? So I think, um, Kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, I um, like with the way women are socialized in our society, um, I feel like in general, women have been socialized to not, uh, to kind of be like the preserver of good vibes and not want to like, you know, make anyone uncomfortable or anything like that. So I think we have to, un as women, we have to unpack that and unlearn that and make an effort to um, communicate as much as possible, ask questions and communicate. Cause as much as I would love for men to also like, really like take this on and like really open up the lines of communication at the end of the day, unfortunately not all men are going to like be on that level. So, um, I definitely think it's important to number one, actually know what you really enjoy and take the time to discover your body. And that's not going to be an overnight process and just be patient with your body and, and, and understand that your sexuality and your pleasure, like things change over time. It's never going to be stagnant for the rest of your life. Um, and understand what style of communication works for you. Like, for example, like for me, because I like doing porn has taught me a lot about communication when it comes to sex with people. Um, and so I'm very comfortable, like, right. Even, even if I know I'm just hooking up with somebody, I'm very comfortable asking very blunt questions off the, like off the top, like, you know, like, what do you went to blah, blah, blah. Like, do you like this? Do you like that? Whatever. Um, but some people that might not be their style of communication. So, um, you know, figuring out, um, 
what your you can you know kind of like what makes you comfortable like are you com are you truly comfortable with with casual hookups do you need you know uh to spend a lot of time with somebody before you have sex with them you know what are your boundaries um understanding practicing like how to bring up certain uh topics like you know have you been tested recently here's my test blah 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 um and and even especially with that like say for example if you if you bring up the topic of sexual health and the man that you're planning on sleeping with reacts really negatively then that's like a sign that it's it's a wrap and you need to dead that um but um yeah just figuring out your communication style and uh because even though talking about sex before you having sex is not like the the thing that'll solve everything but it is definitely it is definitely something that can make your sexual experience much better and also help you potentially weed out partners that may not like satisfy you before you get more physically attached to them um so i definitely think communication with with your sex partners before you have sex with them uh will definitely help uh women and people in general have better sexual experiences mm. And I love how you said the point about the tested piece. Like, I don't think that's something, I don't really hear that many people talking about that. And that's a piece that's really important. Very important. <laughs> yeah, it seems like with the, it's like our, because you, how old are you? 22. Okay, so we're around the same age, I'm 30. Um, it's like around this age group. It, it seems like people are just hooking up and then all of a sudden it's like, well, I hope he's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually really unfortunate. I mean, going, getting into sex work, like, the industry that I'm in, you have like your livelihood and your job depends on your sexual wellness. So like you have to like be on top of that. Um, and so honestly, at this point, like sometimes I get nervous like having sex with people that aren't in the industry because right, I'll be like, when's the last time you got tested? And they'll be like 2020, and I'm like, this is that's crazy. Like, <laughs> like that's really wild. So um, yeah, that conversation is, and and. I, and and then also gauging their reaction to it because if i've had people that are like i don't have anything i don't need to get tested and it's like asymptomatic uh stis exist like you know like it's it, it can be it's crazy out mm, i love this yeah and i also think you bring up such a good point that people don't have a, a knowledge of this or at least i didn't um yeah. the fact that the porn industry like you guys are getting tested way more than you know, the average person. And it's almost like, because people assume, I don't know whether they assume this or not, but it almost seems like that industry is kind of, who knows what, what people think. But I think that's great that you're so like, hey, before every partner, I'm getting tested. So you should do that too in real life. Yeah. Yeah. In the industry, it's, it's pretty normal for everyone to get tested um, every two to four weeks. Um, so you know we right it's 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 within our it's a, it's within our bi-weekly or monthly routine to to be on top of our sexual health so i definitely try to um help my partners that are not in that industry also like build a routine that works for them you know what i'm saying because even though like right like i know people who don't do porn but ha still have a lot of sex like you know just because you don't do porn doesn't mean you don't need to get tested like <laughs> yeah yeah and what i was gonna bring up too for those people who are local because we're both in the same city don't they do free testing um, yeah, in, in a lot of major cities, AHF, um, they offer free testing. Like in my hometown, I know they have free testing. And in Miami, they have free testing. Like in a lot of major cities, free testing. And then tell, tell us what is that? Um, AHF, um, I'm not exactly sure what it stands for, but it's, um, I know it was started, I don't even remember when it was started, but it was basically started to um, help alleviate the HIV AIDS pandemic. 
or epidemic or whatever. Um, so I know that they're, uh, I want to say they're government funded and they're, they're in pretty much every major city. Um, and they, they do pretty, um, they do three, the three, um, three site testing usually. So that means like the, the mouth, the anus and whatever genitalia you have. Um, and I know not all, even like some of the paid, um, testing services, they, they don't offer that. Uh, hopefully, I because I want to say that the CDC released like new guidelines around STI testing that three site testing is recommended. Um, but yeah, you could definitely get all that good stuff at at AH AHF. Okay, so interesting. Thank you for bringing that up. I will definitely put that in the show notes because that's really important, and I haven't heard people mention that. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so in terms of what we talked about, what would you want to leave everybody with in terms of empowerment, sexuality? Pleasure? That is a great question. Um, I would say that, and also I feel like this is, this is uh, kind of like speaking advice for myself. Um, I would say not to, in the moments where you are, you know, having sex with, um, with other people, don't get lost in your own self uh, in, in your own masturbation, uh, practice, because that can be a glorious practice. Like you could, you could literally dress it up as much as you want. Like foreplay with yourself can be amazing and can feel great and also help you, um, really apply that, that mindset into your partner's sex. Um, so don't overlook your, your self-love practice and your masturbation pra practice and don't, don't half-ass it. Like, um, when I was younger, I used to do, when I knew that I was having sex with somebody, I used to do the most to like prepare for that. But when it came to my masturbation process or my, my masturbation practice, I never really like applied that same effort and, you know, setting the space, um, creating the vibes, warming my body up, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I definitely think that, um, a lot of great things can arise from, from that self-love practice. Mm, I love that. Yeah, because that's something that, <laughs> that is so funny. That is so true, how we're like, we're shaving our legs, really preparing right. ourselves for the, our boyfriend or husband. And then when it goes to us, it's like, oh, okay, let me do right. a quickie right <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. That is very true. Okay, so go into that. Like, how would you, because I've had people say this, and I've brought it up to people in terms of uh, what, like planning of, of, of like a pleasure a day like every Wednesday I'm gonna do a ritual with myself or how do you do it so um recently what actually happened is um so I have a I have like a projector like screen thing and I don't really watch tv or movies or anything like that so I barely use it um but the other day like I kind of had a stressful day and by the night time by the time I was ready to go to sleep I just wanted something to relax and I was like you know what let me like really let me really like apply effort here and make this a, a great experience so i have this one scene um <laughs> shout out to maze the goat truly the goat amazing fantastic we made a scene and um it's a two-part scene and it is just the ugh, he's he's great so i projected it onto my screen and i watched it and it was fantastic and i watched the whole thing the whole thing um is maybe like 45 to 50 minutes and I, I let the whole thing play. I lit some candles, cleaned up a little bit, did some yoga um, and sat in my bed and watched this huge screen uh, and, and took my time masturbating, like really like, you know, just took my time, stretched in bed, like, you know, the whole thing. 
um, simulated my erogenous zones before I simulated my clitoris. Like, I did the whole thing. Um, and it was really relaxing, right? That, that orgasm put me right to sleep. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, even if you don't have a projector or a big TV, like, I know some people say, like, watching porn on their laptop, they usually do that when it's a special occasion. Like, um, instead, of, instead of, like, you know, hunched over watching porn on their phone or whatever. Um, so, yeah, like, really just taking the time to set the space, you know, stretch beforehand. Um, just, like, um, you know, do whatever feels best to you as far as, as, far as uh, relaxing your, your physical body um paying attention to like the rest of your body that that like touch that feels good to the rest of your body and not just like your clitoris or whatever um i think that those things are are also really important when it comes to really applying the effort and and making your masturbation practice like something that's really lovely and sensual yes i love that wow and, and it also like it's it's a shame that we're not taught all this because that's a part of self-love just like everything else Mm-hmm, definitely. And that's, yeah. you know, that's an important practice because we're, you know, we only have this one life and this one body, you know, we might as well be as nice to it as possible. Seriously, definitely. Okay, so where can everybody find you if they have any questions or feedback? So um, my Instagram is underscore Sage the Flame. Um, my Twitter is at Sage the Flame one um, I do have an OnlyFans, OnlyFans.com forward slash Sage the Flame underscore. Um, a website is in the making, Sage the Flame.com, coming soon. Um, I think that that is about it for now. Oh, ManyVids is, is coming, also coming soon. Um, ManyVids.com forward slash Sage the Flame. Um, yeah, I think those are all my links. Okay, I'll put your links in the show notes. I had a quick question too. What's the deal with the whole OnlyFans situation? Is that so um OnlyFans is so strange like it's it's honestly wild um right so they they announced that they were banning adult content and then like a few days later they were like just kidding you know we're lying <laughs> are you honest, serious <laughs> yeah, like, they took it back a few days later it it could have like i and i truly wonder and i wish i could like find the answer like i wonder if they were really gonna ban us from the from the platform and then they realized that they would completely fail without us and then they were like just kidding we're not gonna do that or was this all because you know people say like bad all press is good press so i wonder i really wonder like what this what this like press run did for their bottom line like did it did it create more signups or did it did people did more people leave the platform like i really wonder you know what this did for OnlyFans and if if, if this was like part of some strategy because right it really did create some buzz around OnlyFans. um but i mean me personally i was already kind of working on diversifying my platform so i'm gonna be doing that anyway i'm still gonna be on OnlyFans, but i'm definitely gonna you know, have other platforms. Um, I think I think a lot of other sex workers are kind of on the same wave that that they're gonna stay on OnlyFans, but branch out. You know, just in case, because never again. <laughs> the anxiety so that struck the whole community that day was just really ridiculous. <laughs> and this happened recently, right? Yeah. Um, okay. Last yeah in August. Like okay, that is so funny. Yeah, because I follow a few people and they're like, what the fuck? And I, um, I'm going to have to look into that. If everybody listening, anybody has any uh, information on that, let us know. I do think that that is so funny what you just said that because somebody told me it was because the society is like repressed or something and they realize that most of their money is coming from that and they had to change. Mm -hmm. But I also think going back to what you said, if they did it and then they were like, oh, psych, we're just kidding, come back. 
because they realize how much revenue they're getting from it. And so I also think that's very interesting too. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, of course they'll never, you know, OnlyFans is, is pretty secretive. So of course they'll never say, you know, they'll never tell anyone. <laughs> well, probably not. I mean, it's a huge company, just like Instagram or, or Netflix, one of those. Yeah. 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 Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I will definitely put your links below. Thank you so much for being on the show. This is so fun talking with you and y'all be sure to like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Let us know your feedback and have a great day.